Hello and welcome to the Mindset Coach Podcast, the show where coaches and coaches-to-be tune in to learn how to integrate mindset coaching tools and neuroscience-based techniques into their practice and grow and scale a coaching business they love. Each week, I'll be sharing easy-to-implement tips, case studies, and business strategies that you can use right away to transform your own mindset and the mindset of those you coach. I'm your host, Lara Young, founder of the Mindset Coach Academy, author of 52 Adventures to Change Your Life, award-winning business owner, coach, and coach trainer. Tune into this podcast each Friday, free on all the podcasting apps, and click to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And remember, mindset is everything. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Mindset Coach Podcast. I'm Lara Young, and my first question for you today is, are you someone who sets an alarm in the evening at night before you go to bed and then find yourself hitting the snooze button consistently and then having to leap out of bed knowing that you are late for work or late for wherever you've got to be that day? Well, in today's episode, I'm going to be sharing with you another of our case studies in our case study series. Got some fantastic feedback about last week's episode, episode 26 of season two, which was all about one another one of our case studies. So if you haven't listened to that, head on over and tune in. Now, as with all these case studies, we have examples where a client presents a problem and it actually is only a small part of a wider, broader problem that the client presents us with. For those of you who are already coaching, you'll know that you know, oftentimes our clients come to us for one thing, for, you know, to achieve one goal or to overcome a problem or a situation or to feel more of an emotional state, for example, to feel more confident or more motivated in their life. And we end up working on a whole range of things with them because the presenting problem is not the root cause. It's not the root of the of the issue. In today's case study, we're going to look at what the client presents us with, and I'm also going to highlight for you some of the other things that we may want to focus on with this client. So this client is, her name's Layla, and Layla is a virtual coach working with entrepreneurs, helping them to grow their business. She specialises in online marketing and has founded and then sold three different businesses. So she's a bit, she's pretty go get, good go-getter, right? She's already founded and sold three businesses. She prides herself on high levels of energy and being able to help her clients become successful like herself. Lately, however, Layla has found her motivation has dropped to such a level that she's finding it hard to get out of bed every morning. Although she sets her alarm daily, she is increasingly pressing the snooze button on her alarm clock and sleeping late. This then results in her well-planned morning routine being disrupted and then that then affects the rest of her day. She becomes grumpy and short with people, which then leads to her feeling guilty. Layla wants to kick this unhelpful habit and get her mojo back. So when we work with clients who come to us with habits, one of the things that we want to do is to understand their strategy for running that habit. And so this case study is specifically about strategies, although I'm sure you picked up potentially there are some other things in what I've just read to you that we could be working on with Layla as well. So it's great that Layla recognises her behaviour and is keen to stop it before it gets more out of hand. 
Following discussions with her about the problem, we then explored the strategy she had for her morning routine, which starts when her alarm goes off. A strategy is a set of sequenced internal and external representations or programs that are aimed at achieving a desired outcome. Internal elements include what we're thinking and what's going on inside our minds, so the pictures that we're making in certain situations or about certain situations. And external elements are our behaviours. Now, repetition of these programs will continue to produce the same results. It's the whole basis on which habits are formed, right? We know that a habit is formed and it the actions, that sequence of actions, then produces a really predictable result for us, whether that's a result we want or a result that we don't want. In knowing the components of a strategy, how the client does something, it can help identify where they're getting stuck and what needs to change. And so we really want to break down and understand the strategy step by step. When we're eliciting a strategy with our clients, so when we're eliciting the individual steps that lead to a result, whether that's getting up in the morning, whether that's being motivated, whether that's feeling irritated by someone, or in this case, where it's hitting the snooze button, what we really want to do is we want to make sure that we are trying on each step of the way as though we would identify and elicit our grandma's secret recipe for her world-famous chocolate brownies. We want to know exactly what the ingredients are, exactly the order in which she mixes them and how she prepares them and how long do they go in the oven for and what time do they take to cook? You know, how long do they take to cook? We want to know each single element of that recipe so that we could replicate it ourselves if we were to run the same client as the as same strategy as the client is running. And this is really important because Sometimes when clients feed back to you their strategy, they're not really consciously aware of all the steps that they make. And so it does require that you question them and you repeat the steps back to them. So you say, first, I have to do that. And then second, I have to do that. And they say, yes. And then you go on from there. You can also start to miss where there is too big a gap between steps in their strategy. So for example, if someone is talking to you about their strategy for brushing their teeth, we may say, how do you know it's time to brush your teeth? And they may say, oh, it's, I've just had a shower. I always brush my teeth after my shower. And we say, okay, well, you've just had a shower. What's the next step? And they say, I'm, my toothbrush is in my mouth and I'm brushing my teeth. Well, we know that that can't be the next step because in order to be brushing your teeth and have your toothbrush in your mouth, you need to pick up your toothbrush, you need to pick up the toothpaste, you need to unscrew the lid from the toothpaste, you need to apply toothpaste to your toothbrush and wet your toothbrush and then brush, okay? So you can see that that's a very simple example, but several of the steps that were missing from getting out of the shower to having the toothbrush in the mouth ready to brush teeth. So in the same way as we want to make sure that we've got all of those steps in a teeth brushing strategy and that they're in the right order, we want to do that with our clients as well. Now, Layla is a regular client. She's a regular client. We've already established that she's a normally organized right-handed person. Now, this is important for us as mindset coaches because we really pay attention to people's eye movements and their eye patterns because that tells us 
where they're accessing information from and gives us a clue as to whether they're going into visual recall, whether they're going into auditory, whether they're going into kinesthetic or auditory digital, which is the part of our brain, you know, that little voice that we all have, it's where we're talking to ourselves and we're processing information. So in, in eliciting the strategy, we wanted to know internal representations that Layla makes as she's putting the snooze button on every morning. Now, there are several elements that we measure here. We measure uh, visual recall, auditory recall, auditory digital, which is, as I said, talking to ourselves, visual constructed, which is imagining something, seeing a picture, creating a picture, auditory constructed, which is where we imagine a sound, and kinesthetic, which is a feeling, and also it is the, the touch touch as well. So internal feeling and external touch. Want to learn more about how you can become a certified mindset coach? Head on over to our website, www.mindsetcoachacademy.com forward slash coach certification, and you'll find all the information that you need along with a button to book a call with me to talk about how you can become the best coach you can be. So we'll go through the strategy elicitation that Layla provided and here are her responses. So the trigger is when the alarm goes off, it's time to get out of bed and start her morning routine. She sets her alarm each night with the intention of getting out of bed straight away at a set time. Now that's her goal. That's what she intends to do every night. She sets an alarm for five o'clock. Her intention is to get up at five o'clock. Now the last time that she experienced that trigger was that morning. So when the alarm goes off, now that's the first thing that has to happen in this strategy, the test, she sees that it's still dark. Then she thinks about her options, to press the stews button and go back to sleep or to get out of bed. Then she, tests, then she tells herself she should get up, but she doesn't feel like it, right? So the voice inside her head saying, have to get up, the alarm's gone off, but she doesn't feel like it, kinesthetic. Then she decides to press the snooze button and go back to sleep. So then she goes into a light sleep but is continually criticising herself for not being strong. So again, that voice inside her head, the auditory digital, and she starts to picture how bad her day will be if she doesn't get up soon, visual construct. She's imagining all the negative consequences of not getting up now. Then she justifies to herself that she made the right decision and got an extra two hours of sleep. She then thinks to herself that she's actually lost two hours out of her day. <laughs> so conflicting thoughts then, and then starts her day feeling angry with herself. She's done it again. She hasn't got out of bed. She's hit the snooze button and gone back to sleep. And she hasn't fulfilled her goal or in her intention either of making sure that she doesn't hit the snooze button. So then she tells herself it's all in the past and that she needs to move on. She gets out of bed and heads to the kitchen to start her day. Now, what we would do with Layla is we would do a check of the strategy all the way through. So every step we double check that that is what happens in the order and sequence. And then we do a final check of the strategy. Now, we did the final check and it confirmed that all steps were included and that nothing had been missed. 
And Layla also confirmed that this is the strategy that she goes through most mornings. So most mornings she is hitting the snooze button, she's having that conversation with herself, negotiating with herself and then berating herself for not getting up, finally getting up and then actually starting her day. Now it's really interesting, isn't it, because Layla's repeating this strategy over and again and really with people who do that with the snooze button why not just set your alarm for a later time the time that you would get up had you kept hitting the snooze button so for example if the alarm goes up at five and you don't get up till seven why not set the alarm for seven is there any reason why Layla wouldn't run the same strategy that she runs at five o'clock of hitting the snooze button at seven o'clock. In other words, that unless we change the strategy, even if she set the alarm for seven, she may still be engaging in hitting that old snooze button, enjoying another couple of hours sleep, and then it would be nine o'clock before she woke up. So what we want to do is really examine those individual elements of Layla's strategy so that we can help her change. And then she can apply this strategy no matter what time it is that she does want to set that alarm for. So the elicitation process highlighted that Layla engages in a lot of self-talk. We heard that she negotiates with herself about getting up. She says, I should get up, but she doesn't, and then she doesn't feel like it. And then she starts to feel guilty and criticizes herself for not fulfilling what she wants to do and for not being strong. And then she thinks to herself, actually, she has lost two hours in her day. She also uses a combination of decision-making, convincer and reassurance elements in her strategy. And Layla realised that it was the test at step two in her strategy that resulted in her decision to press the snooze button and then the subsequent self negative self-talk. She decided she needed to change step two for the whole strategy to play out more positively and for her to achieve her goal. Layla decided the first thing she could do was to change her alarm to one that was more invigorating and the sounds of sunrise with the birds chirping. Acknowledging such a simple change to her strategy gave Layla a renewed sense of energy and motivation. So Layla decided that actually when she when the alarm goes off and she sees that it's dark, she thinks, oh, I just want to go, you know, I just want more sleep. Whereas if she actually hears things sounds that she associates with morning, like birds singing, etc., the sounds of it, sounds of the morning getting underway, then she believed that she would be able to get up and change that strategy. So that small step of changing that alarm to be something that then gives her the visual of it being morning and time to get up would be very positive. So Layla then set an inspiring alarm ringtone. She found one that she really enjoyed and it represented dawning of a new day for her and she had an association with that alarm then, an anchor or a trigger that motivated her to spring out of bed. She also then was tasked with making sure that she recognises that she is actually getting out of bed. She's setting the intention and she can set some intentions. For example, I always wake up with excitement about what the day holds for me and I wake up strong and clear on what I will achieve each day. She also was quite 
visual and so she enjoyed visualizing a powerful set of images of what she will see hear and feel throughout the day after she springs out of bed with excitement and passion so using visualization like doing a visual rehearsal of the day helps Layla to get out of bed because as she's going through her morning routine as she's getting into the shower she's actually imagining all the wonderful things that she's going to achieve in her day and that then further propels her forward And of course, like any strategy or habit, the more Layla does this, the more that she will do it. The more she does it and the more she succeeds, the more engaged she is and the more likely she is to keep doing it as well. Now, this case study demonstrates just one application of strategies. We can use strategy elicitation, as I mentioned earlier, to elicit the strategy for someone's decision-making, for their motivation levels, for their being attracted to a prospective partner. And so strategy elicitation is a very, very powerful technique and it's aligned very closely with habits. We teach a lot of tools like this and the integration of tools like this to really help coaches to you know, deeply understand the nature of the client's problem, but also to provide very tangible strategies and tangible insights into ways in which we can change behaviour and ways in which we can change habits and also, of course, the strategies for what our clients are doing. Now, of course, strategies aren't necessarily the only technique that we could use here. In fact, we can use a range of different techniques. We can use timeline therapy. We can remove negative emotions and limiting decisions and beliefs. We can also do a parts integration where we look at the part of Layla that wants to get up in the morning, that sets her alarm the night before, and the part of her that wants to actually stay in bed. We can also put a goal in the future for Layla to make it even more compelling and motivating to get out of bed. We can do a values elicitation. We could use a Godiva chocolate pattern, which actually helps us to increase motivation for our clients. We could do a submodalities belief change. We could do anchoring in the way in which the alarm is an anchor for her now to get out of bed. We could use reframes. We could do some more work around habits. And of course, we could use hypnosis. Now, that was the application of strategies in that case study. There's lots in that initial sentence, a few sentences of Layla's presenting problem that would also lead us to think, well, there are some other other things. And I've mentioned quite a number of different modalities and tools there. But there are some things here that we want to explore further about motivation. So Layla has found her motivation has dropped to such a level she's finding it hard to get out of bed in the morning. And of course, this is something that we really want to explore further with Layla. And we will look at this in more detail in future case studies, because as I said at the top of this call, you know, our clients will present with something, they'll present with a problem or they want to have more of a certain emotional state. And Often that is not what we end up working on. It can be the symptom, but it isn't necessarily the root cause of the issue, which is, of course, where we really want to get to. So in starting to work with Layla about some of the symptomology of her waning motivation and helping her to have a more effective strategy for getting out of bed in the morning, we can then go on to use other tools and techniques with her to really deeply understand what's happened that she has lost motivation and to work with her to recover it, regain it so that she can continue on and achieve the goals that she's set for herself and the goals that she desires to achieve. 
And I'm curious to know what else would you do with Layla? We can continue on the discussion about this case study and last week's case study over in our Facebook community, the Mindset Coach Collective. I'm really looking forward to hearing your opinions and your views and actually whether or not you use strategies and strategy elicitation in your work as a coach as well. And of course, if you do want to develop those skills, please do come and join me. We're now enrolling for the October Mindset Coach Certification Program. So head on over to the website and check that out. I really look forward to meeting with you and working with you in the future. This week's adventure in 52 Adventures to Change Your Life is to watch a sunrise and a sunset. Take your journal with you, a cup of tea or coffee for the sunrise and a glass of wine at sunset to enjoy the majesty of nature. Take a photo or two and take time out to reflect, relax and renew. And again, remember that with the 52 Adventures to Change Your Life journal available on Amazon, you can actually write down how you're experiencing each of the adventures, make a note of it. And, uh, you know, it's a great record of all the adventures that you're completing as you follow me through on the Mindset Coach podcast with our 52 Adventures to Change Your Life series. I'll see you next week. Bye for now. Well, that wraps up this week's episode of the Mindset Coach podcast. Remember to join us next week for another episode and subscribe on iTunes. Leave us a review if you've loved it. Share it with your friends. And I really look forward to learning how you're implementing the tools and techniques that you're learning here. Mindset is everything.